Welcome back to Pucks and Deep, episode number 53 here, James. Yeah, it's a big one. We're Another riding. big guest. Big one, even bigger guest, uh, both in height, weight, and just, uh, you know, stees here. <laughs> we got former Union Dutchman, current tower for Providence Friars, Jack Adams. Jack, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me on, boys. I appreciate it. Hey, pumped to have you on. Any uh, shout outs you want to give before? Because I'm sick of doing the edits afterwards. So let's just get <laughs> in the beginning of the show. Any shout outs you want to give? Uh, I guess on the new teammates, I guess Tice Thompson and Maddie Coopin. Pretty two uh, really good guys who've uh, taken another wing the uh, first few weeks here. So it's been a really you know fun transition at Providence. And those guys have really made it easy for me you know, in the beginning. Let's go. Yeah, two uh, pretty big names there, too. Uh, big Friars, but yeah, let, you know, let's just jump right into it, Jack. Like you came into the season as a top forward for the Union Dutchman, you know, hoping for a big comeback year after tearing your ACL and MCL uh, in the Red Wings development camp there. Uh, but then due to COVID, you know, seasons delayed, canceled for them, and now you're a Providence Friar. You know, what's it been like, just this whirlwind of the last year or so, just trying to get back on the ice for you? Yeah, I think you kind of hit it right in the coffin there. It's been a, it's been a whirlwind of emotions, obviously. Um, obviously, nobody wanted the situation to happen at Union. You know, we had a pretty, you know, tough year last year, only winning, what, eight wins. And then, um, so we all worked hard last summer and worked our asses off to, you know, to try and get the program back on the right track. And obviously mm-hmm. the school made the decision that they thought was best for the community and um, we respected that. But as soon as that decision came, uh, I called my agent. We had to make a move pretty quickly. And then the whole recruiting process was, uh, was really intense, actually, a lot more intense. I would have liked it, but, you know, I always wanted to play for Coach Lee and then the Friars. And then you know, ever since I've got here, it's been uh, it's been pretty crazy. I got COVID actually right before I got here. So I got really, really oh, sick. God. Um, oh, really, really put, set me back a little bit. Got really out of shape and got pretty banged up by it and stuff. So I just really got back on the ice like last week before my first game, like two days before. So I was pretty obviously gassed. And then, <laughs> you know, the first game was um, it's pretty crazy. You know, my brother's number and playing on a new uniform and new team and stuff, new systems. But no, it's, it's, I'm still a little bit rusty. I haven't played in two years, so I'm getting the rust off. But the guys here made it really easy. The coaches have really helped me along the whole way, too. God, I can't, I can't even imagine getting uh, back and going and skating, like you said, two days before your first game. After And what was the last time you played before that? Was it uh, 2019? Uh, game three at Cornell, my sophomore year, which was March my 19th of 2019, I think. <laughs> that's a long time. My God. Yeah, that's skating out there against BU. Just a <laughs> little different. Yeah, it, was, it was weird. I was at the old like Walter Brown ring. wasn't up there uh, again. So it was kind of oh, yeah. different, you know, scenery and stuff. True. Yeah. Well, at least you got first game back was a W. I mean, that's that's something. Yeah, that was huge when we had uh, Moyni and Bernard back from the World Jays. So uh, we, were, we were clicking pretty well on had a tough Saturday night. But no, we're, we're you know, we have a lot of depth up front in our team, good goalie, good coaching. So I think we can hopefully make a run in the second half. I like that prediction here. You know, what uh, What was that, you know, second time around the recruitment process like for you? Like how many, uh, you said you reached out to your agent right away, but how many teams were kind of, I can yeah. imagine a lot of people would want you on yeah. their squad. To All help 60 you. teams? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. It was probably around like 30 honestly it was a lot you know it was just a lot of like i wasn't like it got to the point where i was like on the phone the entire day and then but like it was just a lot of schools and you have to be respectful and talk to everyone and right. you know appreciate them reaching out and stuff but um i know I, I kind of always wanted to go to providence and it came down to providence and notre dame and then you know since providence was just the best fit for me with being close to home and my family situation and then um Obviously, the program or the guys. I talked to a lot of the guys beforehand and have a lot of familiarity with Coach Lehman and the systems here. So, no, it's the perfect fit. But it was definitely a pretty crazy experience going through that. Yeah, can imagine 30 teams. Holy That's a lot. 
I just want to be feeling like just to be wanted by one team would be sick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't expect pretty that. big it was, ones. It was definitely a little, uh, little overwhelming, but no, it was pretty pretty cool experience. So you can't deny that. But but I mean, was, once was <laughs> yeah, I know. I bet. I mean, once once you commit to Providence, though, I mean, now you're just looking towards uh, your first game. You know what? It, what was it like walking in the room though and seeing your late you know brother's number in your stall and being able to wear yeah, that? Yeah, I mean, it was again. It was uh, I couldn't. It kind of sucked that I couldn't get down there. So I committed like right before Thanksgiving. And then I, uh, I couldn't get down there for uh, like a month because they're still in their first semester. Mm-hmm. So the first day I went down there was the 14th. And I tested positive that day. Ugh. So I had to go back Good home God. for 10 more days. which sucked ass. And then I like got home and then was like really, really sick. And then they have the whole hockey use protocol, which is like, yeah. like 10 days of like workouts and like the EKG stuff for your heart and all that kind of stuff. So like it was, it was really tough in the beginning. But like my first practice was, uh, like two days before BU, and I was just so tired. Like my lungs were really, you know, fighting it, and it was real. It was a huge adjustment. You know, I was just getting back to game speed. Like I've been training for a while the last year and a half to get my knee back, but um, there's nothing like game speed, and especially in the hockey East, a little bit quicker than the ECAC. So mm-hmm. um, that was definitely a little bit of an adjustment at first. But I feel you know normal again now. But it's just it was, it was really tough the first few days, man. But definitely. Uh, was worth it to get back in the game shape for BU and stuff. Right. I mean, that's just a hell of a, a start your first day back. Like, holy shit. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, great. I was I couldn't breathe up there. <laughs> I got, what about, what's like your uh, living situation right now? Like, are you in a dorm or like, how is that working out as a oh, transfer? Yeah. So like, it's my first day I got here. They had me in a single and like my room was flooded. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> like, I'm just having the toughest <laughs> time. <laughs> and uh, I asked if I could stay in their room. So I've actually been sleeping in the Kuzmik that I mentioned. I've been sleeping in his common room on the floor in the last like month actually. Oh, like that's so, great, uh, man. Let's go. Yeah, Puck's it's, deep. It's it's been uh, it's been pretty blue collar here, but like <laughs> it's no, it's been, it's been I have a single, I don't really go in that much. It's kind of away from the guys and no one's really there. So the guys have been pretty generous, let me stay in their room for a little bit. Yeah. But, um, yeah I have huge. a single back, but I see these guys common room most of the time. I was gonna say, yeah, it's not like you can really couch it. I mean, you're a big F and dude. Can't couch it. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. I tried that for the first night. It just didn't wake up feeling too good the next morning, so I kind of gassed that one. Oh, I can imagine. All right, I mean, so just an absolutely this guy's been start. through it all. I mean, yeah. <laughs> man, he just wants to play some puck. Yeah, just know? let him play puck, man. And yeah, seriously, understandable. And we we really need this Bucks bet to hit then. I think, from the sounds <laughs> of it, you know, <laughs> got a new mattress. They spoil us here, though, man. Like I was telling the boys, like when I first got here, I was shocked, like how much food they get and apparel, like. These guys get like meals every single day to the rink, like breakfast, lunch, and dinner, like all this stuff. Like, what? Union, like you literally get like maybe two catered meals a semester, and like the boys have to like go to the restaurant, pick it up, and like clean up afterwards. Like, you get post game meals at Union. Get, like, these guys get like two, three meals a day, man. It's just it's, they're so they don't even realize how nice they have it. Oh it's yeah, amazing. they're getting everything DoorDashed for them. It's amazing it's though, like. I was working WCHA, but you know, obviously, like no money in that either. So they got like two post game meals, yeah. and that's really sometimes a pre game meal. But yeah, two or three meals a day is insane, and that's what the Big Ten's getting. You're getting flights, charter uh, flights. Well, no, like, I will admit, though, like you guys get it, like the chicken parms and stuff get pretty old after a while. Right, like, right, like, yeah. You have that and the pink sauce every day for a while; it gets pretty old. So I think the boys are kind of getting yeah. sick of it. But, like, it's still, it's still nice to have free food instead of going out there yeah. and grinding. Yeah. It takes time to go get your own yeah. food too. Can't and complain too much though. Yeah, exactly. yeah, right. Yeah. Well, other than that, how do you like Providence as a campus and everything? Obviously, there's no fans this year as a fan base, but like, how's the campus? 
no, the campus is gorgeous. Like I had some familiarity with my brother going here. So I was, yep. ever since I was like 10, 11 years old, I was going to watch him play and stuff and stuff over all the time with the guys. So I, you know, I know a lot about it, but the rank facility is ridiculous. Like it's, but it's, it's absurd, man. With like the rehab sources they have and the cold tub, hot tub. And the coolest thing is the basketball stuff though. Cause they have a pretty big basketball team here. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they have this okay. like massive, like big East, like state of the art facility for those guys. And those guys are humongous dude. Like I thought <laughs> I was a big dude. And like, I watched their game one day. It's like, they're like me, but like 20 pounds wider. And they're just fucking enormous. And like, but, no, it's it's a it's a crazy. They really, you know, prioritize our athletics here. It's evident why they've had so much success the last few years here. Yeah. Do you ever get asked like, "Hey, are you a basketball player?" When they somebody sees you in the hallway or anything, <laughs> you're like, "What it's position?" Like, more like if I go out like in public at like gyms and stuff like that, I'm out. They always assume I play basketball, but in reality, I'm terrible <laughs> at basketball. <laughs> yeah, you're not like, much talent there. I'll get some rebounds, I guess, but yeah, just work yeah, it out. Fan, I follow. I don't have much awareness out there, but yeah. I try. Just be a presence. That's all you got to do. I like that. I think it could work out. They get morale guy, but (laughs) (laughs) everybody needs a glue guy. Yeah. Let's talk about, uh, like I saw a tweet that you had on your account saying, you know, ever since you were 10, you visited union with your dad, your brother, Mm -hmm. that you wanted to be a Dutchman. You know, what was, you know, your, your last two years before you got injured, I guess, or we can go three, you know, how was that experience for you? You know, what are you going to miss about it? uh, I loved it, man. Like it was, um, it's, it's a much different atmosphere than Providence. Like Coach Lehman and Coach Bennett are very similar in the fact that uh, they actually coached at it for a few years beforehand, before Nate came to Providence. But at Union, it's, right. it's very blue collar. You know, obviously they had the national championship run, but Coach Bennett right. just gets the most out of his players. And I had a pretty good year in the USHL when I got drafted. My team as a freshman definitely thinking I was better than I was. And he really, uh, you know, slapped me out of that and really, you know, put me back, back to square one and made me work hard on the defensive side of the game. And we had two, you know, really good teams. We were both top 20 both years and, you know, made some really good runs. But uh, it's just an amazing, it's an amazing place, dude. It's, it's weird. It's like only like 2,000 students. So it's a really like small. Like, I don't even know if that's like, small. Yeah, it's kind of. Yeah. Wow. But uh, like the ECAC fan base is so, it's outrageous, dude. Like, <laughs> The Cornells is it's it's there's not any conference in the country that can like top to bottom compete with that in my opinion. Right. I think every team in the ECAC is union, like for example, the rank's like not that great, but like we get three thousand fans every single night who are insane hockey passionate fans, you know what I mean? Yep, yeah. The rink's sick. I just love the roof there. Versus you go to ASU and none of those fans know what the hell is going on. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> probably that's what it is. I mean, you, guys are like, oh, you guys are more like out oh, west, I'm guessing, right? We're, so, we're in Minnesota, actually. So, yeah. I mean, oh, our yeah, fan so base. I, I played in Fargo. So, like, I was like, all my teammates in USHL were like all like Minnesota players. Like, yep. Lazad at St. Cloud. Yep. Philly at, uh, like, Benny Myers in Minnesota. So, like, Let's go. like I came out east and it's just. It's way different, man. It's just the fans in ECAC. It's much more like traditional, like old barn. So like it makes that's it what I like. Right. I've I've yet to go out to the East Coast. So for any hockey, and I'm missing out on Cornell, Providence. Yeah, all we got to do some videos out there. Out there. Yeah, I mean, and we're trying to make do that, man. Like it'd be a pretty cool feature for your show, like doing like uh, like a college game day kind of thing. At, like uh, well, well, yeah. I mean, like we just that. last year was our first year of the game day experiences. We just went to Minnesota, North Dakota, Wisconsin, like everything close, small budget, yeah. big all big hockey programs, but. And then COVID. I'd say the atmosphere, other than North Dakota, you know, is not near where Cornell's or any of those teams out there, BU, Providence, yeah. DC. The ones I'm here probably for you guys would probably be like Maine, UNH is ridiculous. Yeah. And then Harvard, oh, we go Harvard, to that. Cornell is a swimming of a fish at the guys after the second period. <laughs> you know, 
It's, it's, it's crazy, man. You guys would love it. Who do you say is your biggest rival right now? Who's packs the barn the most in a normal uh, season? Uh, Providence? Yeah. I'd say probably, uh, uh, I mean, I'm, it's, I don't know. I, I'm not, I don't, I wouldn't know as much of the guys here. If I had to guess, I'd say probably be you because of the 2015 Natty championship, maybe yep. them and maybe UMass Amherst probably. And I think that, you know, Carvey and Nate are pretty uh, similar coaches. So they'd probably have a competitive thing going, but I mean, I don't know. Every team's, you know, our coaches make it seem like we're, you know, out to get them. So I love it. Who it is, but I had to guess probably BU because of the whole 2015 situation. And I agree, yeah. Yeah. Which, the province is in a weird location, so it's not like Mexico, it's not like a BCBU kind of thing, so we don't really have that kind of thing, you know? True. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's just conference rivalry kind of action going. And you were at that game in 2015, right? Like dude, watching yeah, your brother take it home. That was the experience of my life, dude. Where were you sitting? <laughs> like, what? Uh, walk me through it. Well, it's, it starts before that because, like, we didn't even think they were going to get the tournament because they lost in the second round to UNH and they just squeezed in as the 16th seed. Oh, and uh, right. played at the, uh, they got lucky though because, like, they got the 16th seed, but, like, they ended up in the number one seed in Providence at the Dunkin' Donuts Center. So they played Denver and then just beat them pretty good. And they played, uh, they played, uh, Miami of Ohio, which was like Rico de Blasi back in the day. And he's oh, actually shit. our hockey ups guy here at Providence, so it's kind of funny. <laughs> and then they played the Garden. They played uh, UNO the first night. That's why I can like Gensel is there. They're nasty. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, that team was B with Eichel and all those guys. And like, I was right next to the Providence bench. Okay. Like, from like me to my door, I'll never forget when O'Connor just like dropped that. I looked at the coaching staff of Providence. And they're like, "What the? Just, like, <laughs> they were so like <laughs> that. Like, really that just happened, happen, dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh, holy fuck! Yeah, just, that's pretty cool though. Just to see your fan member raise that trophy. That's hard to win. I mean, right. sixty no, schools out there. My brother too. It was the last hockey game. It was in his hometown of Boston. Yeah, and then like the after party was pretty sick. Like it was like it was like below the basement down the TD Garden. Like oh, down there. And, God, like, <laughs> I can only imagine what's going on. It was, it was so cool, man. It was I'll never forget that. Was that your first time meeting Butchie then too? It sounds like you guys have a pretty good relationship. Yeah, he's like one of my good buddies. But he uh, that was my first time meeting. It was that party, and then he actually reached out to me like two years ago. What should happen? And then he's like kind of kept a uh, really good relationship. Good. And we golfed last summer a few times and cut to dinner a few times. And he is actually uh, on my brother's foundation for like the golf tournament stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he's a super, super, super human being, but he's awesome. Can't say enough good things about Bushy. Cool. Right. Yeah, he's just and what he does for the game, college hockey too, right. is huge. I actually, mean, giving it like the I was first so platform. pumped when he started doing that. Yeah, and he's like, that's it's yeah. needed. It still needs it, and uh, yeah, need, yeah, need should, more Bushy glasses. At some point, absolutely, so yeah. I'm, yeah, I don't see why he isn't right now. Like, I don't know, maybe he doesn't want to do it. I don't know, but yeah, I he should be. Definitely, definitely does. I, I just think I don't, I don't think that ESPN has prioritized hockey as much as you know, it oh, doesn't, but they, but they yeah, should. Like, you know what I mean? I think if you, if you ask yeah, the average American, like, hockey's growing, I would say baseball and lacrosse and soccer, like, in this country, they're like taking a backseat to hockey nowadays, but they still yeah. like, refuse to, you know, recognize that. Absolutely, I have to right. agree with you. You know, and, yeah, and it's like it just needs to get down south. I mean, it's strong on the east coast and Midwest right here, but even yeah. west, west and down south, it's not. But yeah. just like televising it, like even if it's on ESPN, yeah. it's ESPN two, and that's only the Frozen Four. Well, now that you see, like Notre Dame has a handful of them, but NBC Games is huge. Yeah, like for college hockey, need more so. of that going too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. NBC has like the Notre Dame games, stuff like that, which is pretty sick. Yeah, no, they just need to this get more teams true. on there, but um, yeah, it's not we'll fair that Notre Dame gets them all. It's such a good recruiting piece. <laughs> <laughs> You're on NBC yeah, ten times. Wild, dude. 
just an amazing, amazing program they got going. Yeah, like you said, they were one of your top two options, you said? True. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. Was, it was, no, it was, I remember like the coach FaceTimed me like a tour of like the whole facility, and I was just like, it's a COVID, COVID, COVID tour. <laughs> it, was, it was nuts, man. They're, they're a really nice coaching staff, and they were really supportive of me going to Providence. But no, I, have a, I have a bunch of buddies there, actually. Minnesota kid Michael Graham. Oh, yeah. Uh, He's gross. <laughs> He's got there. So, oh, yeah, not bad. Not bad at all. Absolutely. Talk about this COVID in itself, though, playing through the season with no fans. Like, what is that like? You know, how do you get going before a game or during a game? Yeah, it's, I mean, to be honest, you don't really notice it that much once you're playing. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, it's nice when guys are watching you, but like, once you get on the ice and you're playing, you don't really like recognize it as much. But like, it's, it's weird, dude. Like, it's, I think it's more weird after like big hits or big goals and stuff like that, having no life in the building. Yeah, yeah. That kind of sucks, you know? I think every hockey player's dream is to like score from the crowd and sell you and like all that kind of stuff. Like this is, I don't know, dude. I mean, I'd, I'd be shocked if we don't have fans back this, this season, this next season. Like this shit's got to end, dude. Oh like, yeah, absolutely. I'm with yeah. you. I'm with. Is, is, and a vaccine is going some, around now. I think know. there's NHL teams that have some fans. Is that correct? Have you yeah, seen? Arizona yeah. had some. Last yeah, that's what I saw. Arizona had some, but I don't know if anyone else got any. But right. that's that's good sign at least. Well, some college time. hockey games. That, I mean, fuck Huntsville had like 1,500. Yeah, Huntsville. <laughs> Like it's the most they've ever had. <laughs> it was it was at the point I remember it was like that's been the biggest crowd of college hockey. I was like, let's go, Huntsville, <laughs> and they got the sweep. Oh yeah, they have no masks in the building. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah they're like, come if you want. You know? Fargo does not Why care. Not? <laughs> yeah, uh, COVID out there, right? Yeah, they're like, I'm not paying for all this fake crowd noise. Let's just get no, people in here. It's unnecessary, dude. I mean, I don't know. Just, it is weird though, man. You can't. I think that's after goals, though. Like, there's not really like a home court advantage. You know what I mean? Like, right. Every game's the same for everybody. Well, like, can you, you hear know, just like everything that both sides of the bench are saying, like from the other team and everything? Like any chirps yeah, on the ice? That, you're like, that's Jesus. also the weirdest thing is like you can like our, I think Nate likes the alter refs. I mean, I, that's <laughs> what I've noticed. But I think every coach does. But, yeah, like, right. You can hear on both sides like every single thing they're saying. To the refs. <laughs> it's, I, it's the funniest one because like, I wasn't playing the first few weeks, so I was like watching up top. It's kind of hilarious. Like, listening up top, the coaches yelling. <laughs> <laughs> you don't focus on from the bench. You know what I mean? Right, right. You're just in yeah, the zone. Yeah. yeah. When you're up top, like you're hearing all the fucking chirping. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Tune it down. That's funny. It's gonna be awesome. Just sit back and like, so this is what happens. Huh? No, it's, right. you briefly mentioned the USHL though. You know, talk about your development at that level and what that meant, you know, to your game today. Like, how did that propel you? Yeah, to where no, you I had are? a pretty, uh, I had a pretty tough first year. Um, I had like a decent points, but I was just not really mature in my game. My defensive side was definitely mm-hmm. struggling. I was in that lineup the first year, and I took a lot of you know pride and went home with myself in the mirror and put a lot of work in that summer down in Cape Cod with. Uh, coach vincent a bunch of guys at union so we put a lot of work in and i came back that fall like pretty confident and i actually almost got cut at camp i was in the fifth line with like two days left and i walked in his office and just asked like what do i do to make this team and he told me a few things and then had a really good weekend i made the team luckily i went from the fifth line to the first line like three days yeah <laughs> my line mates we had a we had a crazy year like uh it was like really leading the league and scoring and um just had an amazing, you know, chemistry on and off the ice with Blake Lazat and Hank Crone. And it really, you know, changed my hockey career, you know, that second year. And Coach Eads was just a guy I talked to weekly still. He's like a second, you know, parent. He's always been watching my games and criticizing me when I need it, you know, pump my tires when I need it. So it's 
it's the best league in the country, I think, for development. Absolutely, for yeah. College or pro, man. It's, it's the draft picks they get nowadays is absurd, and it it prepares you so much for college hockey. There's nothing like it. It's just, it's an amazing experience. And for Fargo, like the facility, I don't know if you guys have seen it or not. I have like top of the line. Yeah, yeah. It's probably nice to the most college rinks, honestly. It, yeah, yeah. I'd have to agree it's, with you. They, they they spoil us pretty bad there, and we get like forty five hundred a night. So. <laughs> It was it was the best two years of my life, man. It was like all, all, my, all my best buddies were still there, so it was a crazy, crazy experience. Yeah, when they took you aside and they said like, "This is what you have to do," was the first thing pucks in deep or what? <laughs> block yeah, shots, you, you know. In, you know, get up. <laughs> no, but, <laughs> no, Tell you what, Jack. All you got to do. <laughs> it's simple. No, get, get pucks in. Yeah, a little shout out to you guys uh, there, but no, it was. Uh, no, we, we had a pretty crazy team. Like Tufto was in the team. He's the leading scorer yeah. in college hockey now. Yeah, yeah, he's good. Um, Not like bad. <laughs> NHL. Yeah, like Mitchell Chafee, uh, South Minnesota. Like Ryan Bishel's a starter, Notre Dame. Like, like we had a fucking good team, man. And no, it was it was a wicked fun experience. But uh, no, I, I loved it there for sure. Yeah, stacked team, and then what? Thirty-seven goals he came out of there. So yeah, it's, he, he did pretty well. <laughs> punched into that yeah, first line. I was uh, parking my ass in front of the net, and got a lot of tips and a lot of goals, hash marks in. But the, I don't know if you guys know much about Blake Lasat, but um, I do. Yeah, the boy, you know. Yep, he's, yep. He's my linemate. He's the best player I've ever played with in my life. And he's my best friend. We talked literally every day of the week, and his hockey sense is just. We uh, I I talked to him briefly via DMs and stuff. We're we're planning to have him on, but he's busy with the kids. Yeah, get him on, man. He's yeah. he's a riot boy. He's oh uh, yeah. He's just, he's so pass first and I'm wicked shoot first. So it was, just, <laughs> it was the perfect combination. It's a match made in heaven. I think yeah, we should. There you go. <laughs> no, yeah, he can talk on St. Cloud season. They're having a year or two. And uh, I think he got, yeah. I think he scored last night in the game versus the Wild, I believe, or two nights ago, one of the two. Yeah, two he ago. did. He's like playing second line center with Asimov and Carter. So yeah, that's a good dude. Carter looks so yeah. good this year. That's a good line. I like yeah, Blake. They should really be 2 well and 0, honestly. We're wild their fans, but we'll take it. That was crazy. I, I got lunch with uh, him last with him last year. Like when he was playing Boston, I was home rehabbing it. Oh yeah. We're just like we're just like there in Boston, and like he's just like sitting there, and like Jeff Carter walks in, and they're like, "Yeah, you guys want to like go uh, buy some Apple watches?" And I'm like, <laughs> no, I don't have that contract, but sorry. <laughs> just go casually like, no, buy it. Like, what? I just really want to see my heart rate today. Fuck it. It's about 500, you know? It's yeah, like a good time. Buying, like, fucking, like, AirPods and, like, Apple. It's the way they live, dude. It's, and, like, they're, like, they have, like, all these fans falling around the city. Like, it's it's the dream, dude. Yeah, well, yeah. living in L.A. Fuck. Yeah, that's, that's got to be tough, just on the beach with a bunch of girls playing the show. I mean, yeah. <laughs> God, tough life, man. It's brutal. Lizzo's coughed, you know. He's, he's not really getting that, but. <laughs> that's so true. Yeah. Little Still, t- just being in L.A. and playing hockey, I don't know how it's going to get better than that. Yeah, in the show. No, but. His, his house is sick. He lives with uh, Mikey Anderson, the Minnesota guy. Actually. Yep. Yep. Oh, shit. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, sweet setup. Really nice spot. And uh, right on the beach. It's pretty sick. Damn. All right. Well, something to look up That's, to. Yeah, you know? we got to get him on the pod. We'll get him there. Yeah. We'll get him there. Facts. Let's get back on track. What What do you want to go on? Uh, well, I did want to address one thing here, Jack. So we're starting a new segment. It's gonna be pretty short. <laughs> we're doing, uh, you know, this week in court for ECH. Uh, and we we know you're still getting your feet wet, you know. But in three games, at least on the website for the Friars, we got zero block shots. What do we got to do? <laughs> To, to get those numbers up because that's that's the main thing we're watching for here. Gonna rip them right. Yeah. Okay. I, just throw a pair of balls, I, <laughs> I think they're avoiding you because obviously you're a big target, but they're like, "Fuck, he's gonna chase me down I or can't something." Lie. Like it's it's kind of funny. Like I'm not proud of it. I've always I haven't been great at that my whole life. Like my sophomore year, I was like 
like Rick Bennett like walked into the uh he, it was like February and he like had a big piece of paper like on the uh like our stat lines sheet like where the, the lines all that kind of shit is yeah and he had like all of our stats he had one thing highlighted was like 30 games in like 15 <laughs> Adams like four block shots <laughs> oh that's tough like, like Fuck me. And it's like, ah. <laughs> With the highlighter, you're like, ah. Okay. Everybody can see it. <laughs> so I wasn't, uh, wasn't, wasn't too proud of it, but no, I, I, I got to get better at that. Well, all the boys do it. Or I guess it's, uh, I don't know. I get, I'm definitely uh, not great at that, I guess. Hey, hey, that's our version of the highlighter. Now now you can turn it around. You know, it's been pointed out. Yeah, why did we have Ottawa on and then you had like four blocks yeah. the next game? Yeah, we have, we have a tendency to nudge people in that direction. So <laughs> if you want to f- eat a couple, you know, we'll highlight them. We'll throw them on the page and we'll be good to go. <laughs> I get a credit for court, eh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. We'll, we'll just say a dollar. We'll just say a dollar <laughs> for now. Uh, Nothing big. But yeah. What about, uh, you know, you guys are coming off a big split with Maine this yeah. weekend and then. Uh, I mean, UMass is the next guest coming up, hopefully, with, you know, shit changes every goddamn day. Yeah, on wood but, uh, yeah, like, what's the, what's the game plan in the, yeah. in the locker room for you guys? Yeah, I mean, Maine, was, Maine was good. Like, obviously, we didn't uh, get the outcome we'd like on Friday. Yep. You know, I thought we had, a lot of, we had a lot of opportunities. We just didn't really – we couldn't finish. Like, and Coach really stressed on poise and, you know, putting the puck in the net game, too. And we did that. Got contributions from all four lines. and. Mm-hmm. I think they're one of the best goalies in the country and Jackson Stauber. You know, the way he prepares is amazing. Um, he's just a, an unbelievable guy. And it's kind of like uh, under the radar, but his uncle, Pete Stauber, is a U.S. congressman. Like, that's like pretty nasty. Oh. No one talks about it besides me until I got here. It's pretty <laughs> crazy, right? <laughs> I was just saying that, that last name just sounds familiar by itself, but I couldn't yeah, put it so together. I, I think that, like, she could address once in a while. The boys don't talk about it, but that was cool. <laughs> We have like we have some of the best players in the country. Like Tyce Thompson, obviously, is mm-hmm. um, you know, he's probably one of the best players I've ever played with. You know the way he uh, prepares and the way he works is just it's so impressive. I think off the ice, you know, he's such a good guy and such a good teammate, leader. So he'll have a long career, whatever career avenue he picks. You know, obviously his brother and his dad are NHL guys too, so he has you know some shoes to fill. But it's an unbelievable kid. And our, our back end with Danny Mirages back there. Callahan and Crozier, Mac, and we have a lot of depth, man. We just got to put all together, and the coaches are putting, you know, good systems in place for us. We just got to go execute it. Right. Absolutely, yeah, so. and you guys are putting up some big, big fucking numbers. Like, what do you hang seven on BU uh, the first night? Yeah, we had seven. B, we just, I think, I think the story of our season has just been like it's a little bit inconsistent to their starts. I think we've, you know, sometimes come out of the gate. It's that. I think that's also a testament to the crowd. You know, kind mm-hmm. of. Not much life in the rink, right? The team, you know, so yeah, difference. Um, I think that's definitely something we all would like to, you know, get better as the year progresses. But I think we have the guys in the locker room to do it. We just have to, you know, go believe. We have a big weekend coming up for UMass. Obviously, they've had a hell of a year with. They have a great team, great goalie, great coaching staff. So we'll have to really have a good week of practice to, you know, get ready for them. <clears throat> Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to that tilt. And UMass was I think it was seven in a row wins tonight until they just lost to BU tonight. But I mean they yeah. lost tonight. Yeah. Yeah, like four to two. Just was it four to two final. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. BU is good, man. Like they've we they were you know, they were gassed night one against us, but night two they really, you know, they played pretty well. They're a really good hockey team. Yeah, yeah they think, got some fucking skaters there. I mean, when it comes down to the tourney, though, up. it comes down to just experience and usually a hot goalie. But, you know, you guys yeah, had the pieces to go back to the tourney this year. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and uh, you guys got some older guys now. You lost Dugan, but I mean, you got the pieces to get back there. I mean, anything can happen once you get to the tournament or playoffs. But, uh, right. you know, talk, 
talk about your experience. I'll just you know you you've been you've been through everything in life. It seems like, and you're also an NHL draft pick. Um, but what what ex- what advice are you giving to younger guys in the room and younger guys and juniors? You know, trying to make it to college. Or yeah, no, I mean, college. Uh, I think just kind of just like trust your path and be patient. I mean, I think a lot of uh, shit has transpired to my family over the last two years that you know we didn't really ever expect and. I think you have to learn to embrace those kind of challenges and use them as motivation. Um, I think once my brother passed, I was definitely, you know, struggling mentally, but the game gave me an avenue to, you know, forget about that for a little bit. And then once my injury happened, that was probably the hardest thing I've had to deal with, you know, hockey wise in my life, being away from the game for so long. And I just realized like how much I loved the game once I was gone. I, I actually stayed home last year and I didn't, uh, you know, go to campus and watch games. It wasn't healthy for mental health. And I watched the games from home and talked talk to the boys through FaceTime and stuff like that. But um, it's just tough. And I think you really realize, you know, how special the game is, whether it's meetings or workouts or just getting dinner with the guys and stuff like that. Once you, you know, get that taken away from you, you know, it's, it's really hard. It's hard not to get emotional about it because it's such a special game. And I think guys really often take it for granted that, boom, you know, your career is over. Yeah. So... I think for those yeah. guys, live in the moment, enjoy every single second because it goes by fast. And you have those challenges and adversity on the way. You have to use that to fuel you and drive you. And my motto has always been to uh, go day by day with a long-term goal in the back of your mind at all times. And that's what I've been going with my whole life. And it's, you know, it's got me to this point. So if I keep doing that, hopefully I can, you know, accomplish my dream going forward. Absolutely. Well, that yeah. was yeah. really good. That was really well said, man. That's, uh, yeah. you know, I'm sorry you've been through what you've been through, but you're making the most of it. That's for sure. And you're inspiring people like me, anyone in the hockey world that listens to your story has heard your story. Um, it's definitely right. come off as inspiring and motivated no, a lot I of people. I appreciate you guys really, you know, keep my bro's legacy alive. That means more than you guys could have imagined. So you guys, the Instagram posts and tweets, that stuff is, uh, I really appreciate that. Well, man, that's the least we yeah. can do for sure. And, uh, anything right. else you want us to post, man, we, we got you on that end. And this is going to be, I'm excited to post this podcast for sure. Right. Um, and we got a shirt coming your way. I mean, yeah, more blocks, absolutely. maybe we get you one of these zip ups, you know, I mean, <laughs> can work our <laughs> way to something. Here, <laughs> Did you just say more blocks? We can get yeah. you a zip up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, more blocks. That's, yeah. that's fucked, buddy. Hey, I mean, you're making like, them work as long term goal. Line. He said long term goal. Uh, I'm throwing it out one there. Day, one day at a time, guys. Yeah. Awesome. I do want exactly. to touch on the draft though. You know, you did get to, hear your name called what was that like for you by the red wings there uh it's it's i didn't i didn't actually uh i didn't know i got picked it was kind of fucked actually <laughs> god man uh, you do not have a tough life I've never been called john ever like in my life like, i called by jack yep. like i saw like john adams on the screen so i didn't really think much of it <laughs> like a half hour went by and then my agent called me he's like are you happy yet like no dude like fucking drafts over he's like oh you, you got drafted <laughs> <laughs> like they picked some john like, adams over me like, yeah like troy john adams I'm like oh like that's that's pretty embarrassing on my end but no it was it was a crazy experience with you know i, I think it was i definitely thought of the fargo experience almost getting cut and then it was kind of crazy going from being the fifth line in september to you know getting drafted in june mm-hmm. i think a huge part of that is you know blakey and coach Eads and the guys there but that was uh experience to change my life you know forever and um hopefully i can you know wear the red and white eventually in the future but if i keep working at providence and keep winning some games here hopefully i can get there absolutely man we know we think you can too and it's uh yeah one day at a time like you said so congrats on being drafted though getting to the point where you're at now do you want to go a quick speed round we got like five minutes left oh shit yeah let's do a speed round here so we're just gonna throw in like animations and stuff but you know quick quick questions here uh you want to start the first 
Yeah, yeah. We're going to go right away. Um, you're new to the team here. Um, who's your favorite guy on the team to play with? Favorite guy? Wow. Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, I'm probably going to go Tice Thompson. He's probably my, my best friend since I've been here. We hang out every other week, so I'm probably going to go with him. Okay, okay. What about uh, best style besides yourself? I mean, my God, right yeah, now. I'm going to pick him. That pull, uh, yeah. there's a button down. But who else has best style coming to the rink on a game day? <laughs> Best guy coming to the rink is either Davis Buns or Matt Kuhlman, for sure. Okay. Barrage thinks he has some good stuff, though, but his hat is atrocious. Sean's <laughs> glass has got to go, but they're trying. Was he wearing, like, a fedora or something? Or what's going yeah, on? I, don't know. I don't know. He's five foot seven. He has his fucking you know, huge ego looks, but he's got to, you know, cut it down a little bit. <laughs> That's tough. <laughs> Just <laughs> yeah. Well, now he'll know. Now uh, hopefully he'll listen and, and figure it out. Uh, what about music-wise? Who's got the ox in the locker room? Who's got the Who's got the worst playlist in the locker room? Uh, the yeah. worst is Divine. I mean, he's, he thinks he's good, good music, but he doesn't. I'm probably going to go with Jason O'Neill. Guy's electric with the uh, the phone in his hand, so okay. I'm going to go with that guy for sure. This guy's just ready. Yeah. <laughs> Next question, yeah, you got yeah. it. He's, he's ready. <laughs> what about, uh, you know, first Sally for when you're in, mm. in a Providence jersey? What's it going to be for the first tuck? Uh, to be honest, I'll probably point to this guy, my little bro, watching the bus, I'm sure. I love yeah, that. Absolutely, man. Okay, so we just got to ask that now because when it happens, we're going to put it together. Yep. Just, just like we did for Otto, so. That clip's coming. Yeah, clip clip done. <laughs> what about uh, pregame routine? What do we got? Uh, it's too long. I'm, I'm really OCD, so it's oh, kind of no, embarrassing. But, you know, <laughs> I got some really weird shit going on. I nap every nap, same meal, same time in the rink, uh, same stretches in the same order. Okay. Same tape job up to like it's it's a lot. It's embarrassing. <laughs> it's embarrassing. <laughs> it's a process though. Uh, okay. I don't I don't I don't, use, I don't like use my phone and stuff like that. Okay, good to know. All right. What about uh, what's the worst chirp you've ever gotten? Ooh. You gotta think. I get called giraffes like three times a game. So I'm six six. <laughs> God, like, that's that tough. Pretty bags. It's been used so often, but no. I mean, that's probably really it. Just a giraffe. One. Do you do you chirp a lot on the ice? No, I, I laugh at it. I mean, the only chirp I've ever had is like I felt bad actually. We were playing Franklin High School and I was at Baldwin Catholic and I looked at the senior I was like, Hey, this is your last game ever playing hockey, hey, enjoy it. <laughs> oh <my laughs> I felt bad, but it was unnecessary. I felt nice and sad and all this. It was fucked, but that was it. Do you ever look back and like confirm that it was his last game? That'd be awesome. This I mean was... the way he was playing, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's tough. I love it. Yeah. Oh, guys this is great. Guys just stick to beer league for now on. You know, <laughs> looking back. He's having fun though, probably. Yeah, I hope so. You know, it's, it's my God. What about uh you know, we already set this goal kind of or I did in my head. Over under twenty blocks for you the rest of the way here. What do we got? Well I'm at zero now. <laughs> hey, there's time. A lot of games. A lot of games. A lot left. of time, a lot of time and space. Uh Fuck, I'll take you over. I'll be fair, though. Yeah, <laughs> they're Smash it. that over. All, All right, it. I'm betting it. I'll find a bookie. Last question, not uh, speedrun related, but what do the Friars have to do to get back to the championship here for you to hoist that trophy? Friars got to just believe, man. I've, I've been a part of some winning teams, and we have the guys to do it. It's just every single day, you know, being like a pro, whether it's practice habits or being at the gym or, you know, Coach Lee talks about being a 24-hour athlete. You know, it's pretty, you know, guys might think it's cliche, but it's actually, you know, it's important. And I watched firsthand how Reed's 2015 team did that. And um, they were just there to play hockey, man, and they're best buddies for life after that. So I think we're the guys who do it. We can believe we can do it. Hopefully we can get a ton. Love, Love it, man. Answer. Boom. That's all, we, that's all we got for you, dude. That's That was yeah. great. I mean, all around every question. We had a lot more like prepared, but you answered your question so thoroughly that you took out a lot of them. So, uh, yeah, you're answering multiple questions at once, man. Yeah, absolutely. We'll get you on here at yeah, Natty and hopefully see you in the tournament whenever that's held. We'll yeah, see you here. absolutely. Or in Pittsburgh. 
Sure. Yep, uh, Pittsburgh. I don't remember that last time. See you boys there, and uh, keep, keep up the great work, man. You're doing a great thing, growing the game, everything. So, hey, man, I appreciate it. That yeah. means a lot coming from Thank you. Thank you. So. And we're we play favorites, so we're big Friars guys this week. Absolutely, every Just week now. Remember that. Every <laughs> week, but especially this week. This is a big one. Yep. Yeah. Watch over fourteen and white Coven. Guys got a hot stick right now. All right, Shit. fair enough. Right, noted. Everybody's noted. Everyone's gonna hearing that. So. Yeah, we'll be watching. But yeah, again, Jack, appreciate it, man. This was awesome. We'll be uh, Absolutely we'll be in touch. Go Bucks, I guess for you guys. Yeah, go Bucks tonight, man. <laughs> Take care, brother. Bucks yeah. tonight. Have a good one. See ya. <laughs> Take care, yeah. Later. What a rat, man! The guy's yeah. beauty. Dude, he Close was sick. Richard Grass, Red yeah. Wings draft pick. This guy can do it all, man. He's been through hell. That was just... That was an honor doing that. That was fun. <laughs> that was fun. The amount of shit he had to go through. I mean, the man, he shows up. He's got COVID. His room's flooded. He, sleep, he couches it, it for a night. He's six six, sleeping on a five foot couch. I mean, welcome to fucking college, baby. And yeah. then he's still getting pucks. Probably hung over on yeah. top of that. Oh, I mean, for sure. My God. And then he shows up just buttoned down the, the glass at the Harvey. Showing tat Harvey right here. Specs. Yeah. Yeah. The oh, specs God. were there. I mean, he's already partied with Butchergrass and under the garden. And like, how many people have partied? He said he team? had COVID and he looks fucking yoked right yeah, now. Like, yeah. You lose weight on COVID. Watch out for Providence, man. This guy's already had the trophy in his hands with his brother there, too. So he's, he, yeah. knows what it's, he knows what the feeling's like. So, like, I feel wait. bad for you, Mass. He's. God, he's gonna throw some shit around. Like, God, that you're our guy. I wanted to ask, but I, I feel like I was gonna get a hell of a story. But I wonder how many fights this guy got in juniors at Fargo. Yeah. I mean, he's probably one punched a couple kids. Who the fuck calls him giraffe and lives? Yeah, see, like what? <laughs> that's one thing I would not do. No, but that's no, that's good. That's good Lord. stuff, though. Big, big, uh, big guest there from the Friars, and good to be back. You know, last time we tried to get a Friar, the guy was landscaping back to back days. This one went a little better for us. That's true. Yeah. That Shout was, out, Dukes. <laughs> Jack Dugan, another great pod. You guys might want to go back to listen to that one. Yeah. We'll be on the Bruins soon this year. Or not the Bruins, the Knights. Yeah, oh, we're, rolling. Oh, we're rolling, baby. We're this rolling. Is, yeah. 24-7 with this shit, baby. Don't, don't wait <laughs> up. So, yeah. Uh, again, pretty pretty jacked to have on a Friar this year. I mean, they're going to be there at the end of the year. Like, what are they? I think third or fourth in the Hockey East right now. Had a slow start facing BC. I mean, that's just a tough you know, a couple punches to take, and our boy Adams wasn't even there. Now they got him. They got a big lineup. Yep. Tice Thompson's a wagon. Yeah, I think uh, it'll be a big series kind of I mean, showing what they're going to do against UMass. Every, every story we just brought up there, I'm just I, sorry, I'm stuck on this. Like, he always yep. had, like, not he answered it very well, but something happened to the Something, guy. yeah. I mean, holy hell. Just, and now I'm like, I'm, I'm feeling good betting the Saints just because this guy's had some bad luck. Oh, F off, man. But I, I mean, <laughs> he didn't know he got drafted. He, he <laughs> saw John Adams and didn't even know he got, I mean, it's my dream to go get drafted in the NHL. And this guy missed his own name getting. <laughs> right. Well, but is he still, he's still a draft pick. And yeah, yeah I mean, just a guy who's clearly battled to to stay in the game. And obviously it's paying off for him, but nothing's yeah. come easy. And that's like, that's a guy you don't want to see at the rink when it's, it's all said and done. Cause yeah, he's, gonna, he's got experience in two different leagues too. I like, I like how work. he um, talked about the, you know, the gameplay in the ECA scene, the fan base there compared to yeah, that um, hockey East. I think that's the first like, com- like in-depth comparison I've heard, you know, I've Talk to some writers and everything, but having the players' perception of that is pretty cool. Well, they do have crazy fan base. I mean, you look at Quinnipiac, even yeah, the yeah, Teletubbies, no. like everybody, like God. even a school like Uni said, 2,000 Dude, that's what we should do, a video 3, right there. Fans a game. Not to get on Quinnipiac, but if I got to dress up as a Teletubby for a day, can you imagine that video? That would be pretty sick. Just one just one yeah. game, Teletubby. What color are you going? Uh, Purple, probably. Purple? Yeah, I like the purple it's guy. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I yeah. like that. Okay, yeah. so we're going to do that Go video. to class all day as a Teletubby, <laughs> just GoPro my ass, and then just yeah just have a flask and like the little belly you should get like a flap kind of thing <laughs> just leave it there. that'd be sick all right yeah of water a water, water flask yeah. but yeah i mean just the fan bases are crazy <laughs> there <laughs>
can I join you? Because what is it? Just one Teletubby? It's just the, no, it's four. It's yeah, the ECH let's get crew the boys. Just blitzed on the glass. Teletubby. <laughs> we join them. It's just like a wall around the rink of Teletubbies. What if they had a Teletubby out, man? That'd be nuts. They should. I'm, I'm putting that idea in there right now. Yeah. What do we have to do? All their PR for them? Like, <laughs> that's what we are. Everything called. Hey, yeah, to Jack, thanks for the compliments, though, man. We love growing the game. And yeah, that's, what a uh, beauty. Yeah. It's always nice when you have a guest who wants to be on and also follows the page, you know. Yeah, like, you and know, he knows the ins on. and outs of college hockey and what it takes to get there. And like you said, yeah. he almost got cut from his Fargo team. If that happened, he wouldn't be, you know. Yeah. I know he wouldn't have been drafted and all that stuff. 37 goals later. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah. it paid off. And, it, and he was like at the game 2015, you know, he followed his brother, obviously, growing up playing hockey. Mm-hmm. And then he got to like go to like the after parties because I'm guessing the guy was already like six, five in fourth grade or whatever. I mean, I mean just, this a guy unit. probably drank Pick Whitney before anyone else got to. Like yeah. that's how cool this guy is. I mean, he's been everywhere. So he's had hair on his chest since he could walk. I yeah, mean, just oh god, I I wouldn't want to drop this mitts the mitts with this guy at the next level here when he's on the mm-hmm. wings. But uh, you know, you see the, the the tad on his arm. I was like, God, this guy could just one punch yeah. me quick. He looks like Kyle Rudolph already. Just, yeah, you know, <laughs> six six. He could be a tight end, and then you just got the sleeve. Damn, just jumped. Okay, yeah, yeah. No, that's all I'm saying. I think uh, I don't know. As far as this season and them getting back, they have the pieces, like I said, but they need to step yeah. it up. More block shots, a well, lot they, more pucks in deep, but yeah. Yeah, so it's a good thing he came on because... Uh, I, I think mean, it's only going to do him well. We are the Rick Bennett for him now. I yeah. mean, here's the highlighter. Mm-hmm. Uh, here you go, Jack. Uh, I see zero block shots <laughs> here, and then if we could just get that to about a 20, yeah. I think we're going to get... You know, big things are going to happen. They need a sweep. You know, I don't know if it's going to be against UMass or UMass Lowell, the guy coming after that, but they've yet to sweep a team this year. They've been splitting every every series since Boston College. Hey, who so. knows, man? A, just, a sweep against UMass would, you know, maybe put them in a, in the top ten. Yeah, I'd say. yeah. So we'll see what happens. Excited to watch the game, Jack. What a guest coming on. We also Absolutely. have some hockey to talk about. We do. This past week was uh, pretty insane. Not good I for the top my, ten. Not, not good for the top ten. But my, as far as watching college hockey, some beautiful goals and one of the best weekends of hot college hockey so far. Yeah, it's been loaded. You love to see those teams, like we said, Western Michigan. We had Ethan Frank, you know, just a stud come on the pod before the season. They've had a yeah. tough start, and then they go out and not sweep St. Cloud. Ethan's had a hell of a year to start. Yeah, well, yeah. he's been tearing it up. But I'm saying Buster and the Broncos. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, Buster's been. A little too much time at the bar, more time at the rink, Buster. And now, sure enough, they get their first home game, and there's a sweep. So Mm, They were going in. I mean, I could not believe that. And then you got the Gophers going down, too. Yeah, well, Notre Dame, I mean, they didn't go down. Like, Notre Dame, really. They took it. They played smart, and just, yeah, yeah, they won those. They deserved those games, and uh, I wouldn't want to be at practice at Mariucci tomorrow. But at least they were close. We uh, we had Lauren Bench on the pod uh, earlier this week, and uh, apparently Wisconsin was watching. Because uh, yeah. they took a vengeance on the Gophers and women's hockey there. So another number one, both number ones going down. Tough to see, especially when we had a lot of Gopher posts going on the page. But, you know, yeah. we're to move on. Yeah. It's, a, it's a new week. We're going to we have a new our lesson. Yeah, it's a new week. That's yeah. all I'm going to say. We'll That's move on. We'll with. move on. Uh, another own. big guest. But yeah, shout out to Lauren last week, too. Her post went off. I mean, that, that podcast post. It's right. damn near 3,000 likes and just growing yeah. the game for women's hockey. So shout out to Lauren and thanks for coming on again. Great pod. Uh, I'm just yeah. saying, tough week. Tough week, yeah. yeah. So yep. we're moving on. Uh, Michigan took it to Ohio State. Another sweep there. Uh, I don't think we called yeah, many yeah, of these yep. series correctly. Uh, just going through them. No, I don't. Uh, I don't think. I think we went over just around the league. But you know I what? Did That's say part split of how, for college the, hockey's tough for the to Gophers. I you think did. You said sweep. I did say not to bring that up. Yep. No, thanks. Uh, then we got uh, Penn State. Mich- Penn State sweep in Michigan. That happened. I think I picked Michigan State to sweep that one. Yeah, too. you did. Yeah. I think I did split. Th- I, I went. I was kind of a bitch. I said split everywhere. So I'm that boy Combs right. scored again though. Shout out Combs again. Another podcast guest yeah. that is just excelling after coming on Pucks and Heating it up. Heating it up. He I mean, if I mean, I'm Jack, help. I'm juiced right now because our podcast guest after they came on. True. I yeah. mean, Eric I mean, Otto. Do we have to say it again? I mean, no, he had we like don't. seven blocks in two games after he yeah. came on, and right. and he had a goal and an assist. Kawaguchi's up for Hobie. 
Frank's yeah. got 10 goals. Combs has had a year so far leading square for Michigan State. Perunovic um, is wearing a fedora. With I think the he won the Hobie trophy. too. Yeah. Yeah. Now I mean, he's just yeah, battling for a blue spot on the uh, roster there. So Swayman uh, caught his biggest fish right after he came on the pod. Yep. yep. I'm just assuming. Now he's, yeah, he's trying yeah. to get, I think he's third goalie for the Bruins right now. So. Yeah, not a big deal. No, we're we're doing well here with guests, and again, huge shout out to Jack for coming on. That's that's our honor, and it's uh, right. And man, it's so fun to get like I said, so under the radar right now too. Besides his story, like I feel like people have forgotten about his talent because he hasn't got a chance to showcase it that much yet. Right, like, yeah. He's been out a full year, and then he's only played three games so far. And he like, just he had said, COVID. He just had COVID. He's coming off of it. like he's not sleeping on a bed right now. <laughs> the man is about to go off. So this is buy early, sell high. Okay, yeah, buy yeah. low, sell high. Yep. This guy's gonna be a wagon. Excited to see. We just keep getting back to him because he's such a bro. Yeah, and I just, man, I'm like, all roads lead back to Jack at this point. Every week I say like, oh, that's my favorite podcast. <laughs> it just yeah. keeps getting better. You know, we get better as we go on, but the, the guest itself too. It's, it's mm-hmm. cool to have all these like different players go through different experiences and talk about it, and then you know, we're lucky enough to hear all of them firsthand and experience it. But right, we wouldn't have this. You know, I think this kid's this kid's been you know not not. Comparing stories, obviously Otto's been through a lot, but like this kid's been through another, yeah, yeah, just a, a grueling life. Or like every time he he earns something, he's getting a setback and has to go right back more. You know, yeah, yeah. I don't know if that what I just said makes sense. What I'm saying is, <laughs> keep going. Everything that he's gotten, he's earned it along the mm-hmm. way, and and then some. I mean, my God. So just shout out to him, and it kind of just makes you realize what these players go through to yeah, yeah. you know play at the highest level. Yep. So, Talking about teams earning it, though, we're going to go back to Western. Huge sweep oof. over St. Cloud this week. That yeah. was my biggest shock of the week. I didn't see... I didn't I didn't even think a split was going to happen. Yeah. I think I called St. Cloud sweep. Yeah. So, I think we both did. Tough, but uh, Western back on the map. I mean, they're 5-8-3 and three right now, but uh, I mean, the Man, NCHC it's, it's has such season. a tough schedule yeah. that if they keep this kind of... I mean, you start splitting with Nodak, or maybe they sweep Nodak. Who knows? Mm-hmm. They could easily get back to the top 10 if they're playing like that. Like, they would look good this weekend. So... Yeah. That was a big one. UConn over New Hampshire. Sweet. Yeah. Crookshank out for, was it one or both? I think it was just the second one. Yeah, yeah, but still. Second one, they really, eight to three on Saturday. Yeah. But uh, yeah, UConn. That that Friday game, I watched that. That was uh, overtime. I just watched the end of it, but. Yeah, yeah, it's a, yeah, that was pretty crazy. That was, what uh, we put on our page. Yeah, yeah. Uh, missing that open net. Can you imagine if they uh, lost that game? Man, that was. Uh... <laughs> yeah, and then it happened. You know, to the Canes last night. You know, they hit the post, to make it right. Like we have four two, and, where... and we score with point two seconds left. Like, ah, oh, that hurts if you're if you're quick and the Canes there. But uh, yeah, but we'll take that. it. We'll take the win. We we'll... had a half off off of Johns because of it. Or yeah, I did. I don't know yep. about you. And I won a lot of money off it. So thank you. There you go. Thank you, Minnesota Wild. Thank you, Kings. But, yeah, thank you, Kings. Also, we should touch on the dub chow. We had uh, Mankato sweeping uh, our our favorite mittens there. Unfortunately, <laughs> at Lake Superior. You know, I thought... I mean, Mankato's yeah. just so effing good. There's not much you can do about it. They're definitely the best team in the WCHA, and that's there's no really debating nah, that. I mean, Bowling Green's... Bowling Green's right there, but Mankato, I mean, they're just handing... T- Bowling Green's just... Do they ever play Mankato? Yeah, year? yeah. They'll they play should. Mankato. Yeah. Okay. Well, I gotta check that. Let me check this, because I they're split in the WCHA, so I don't know if they are scheduled to play them. They have to play each other. Are you serious? They don't play them? Well, maybe, because... Uh, Let me see. They do, next weekend. Two weekends from now. Two week- okay. Three weekends from now. Fuck. February 5th. So, yeah. You, that will be a hell of a series. So, you you think Bowling Green is way worse than Mankato? Like, how much are you putting Mankato above them in WCHA? Not a lot, but, I mean, they're number three in the country right now. Well, are we going to put the Gophers below Cato? I don't even want to think about rankings, but... Uh, I would say... Possibly. I would say... I would say... Everything's on the table right now. I would say Mankato sweep right now. That's how strong I watched. I watched. I've watched a couple series. Yeah, and just their their depth is deeper than Bowling Bowling Green's top two lines are probably equal to, if not better than Mankato. But after that, Mankato's depth is just 
Yeah, I think four lines of pucks in deep. I mean, Bowling Green. Uh, let me try to find their Cruz like, and Ford, man, and they got that Colin goal was not like they got talent on their team. No, no doubt. Yeah, um, but uh, like like we said earlier, it's going to come down to goaltending in playoffs. But it's yeah. probably going to be those two teams. Maybe the beef. I wouldn't ruin my beefs yet, but <laughs> you're going to throw your beefs in there. That's like talking like Kobe LeBron, or not LeBron or Michael Jordan. You're like ah, maybe Kobe. <laughs> <laughs> Just throw it, maybe Harden. Hey, why not? Out of left field. Don't throw out the bees. Don't throw out the bees. They got a win over Bowling Green, and that's what split. scares me. They did split with Bowling Man- Green. They did not come close to beating Mankato. No, the bees. Did not. Okay, so yeah, I would give it to Mankato just because I'm not picking against Dryden McKay, and like you said, they're just deep. That's what I'm saying. Dryden's this is his year, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, we were trying to like find Hobie candidates for their team, and I think everybody was with after last week before yep, these yep. sweeps happened. Everybody was within one point of each other. It was like nine, eight points. Yeah, for like seven guys deep in their lines. Oof. So tough to play against. So yeah, if we're talking rankings right now, obviously the Gophers getting swept. They're moving down. Mankato's moving up with a sweep. St. Cloud's moving down a step. Bowling Green. So a lot of moving parts here. And then we got BC. I mean, they had a tough one Friday or Saturday night. It was close with Merrimack. They Still won. Up. I mean, yeah, I'm saying they won. They, yeah. they, they're, I think they're clearly number one just because Nodak hasn't played yet. Yeah. Nodak's playing tonight as of recording this pod. So that's only one game. So yeah, rankings are going to look a little bit different because just a lot of teams actually showed up. If and, Denver takes Nodak tonight, I'm going to take. BC is number one, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, I would say, yeah, we will be watching that game. I mean, if Nodak yeah. just throws it down, what on do you him, got in that game? I'm gonna take Nodak. Okay, <laughs> yeah. okay, I'm taking Denver at home. Really? Yeah, defend tonight. If they, just they tonight. play again tomorrow, right? Yeah, I yeah, like. I'm almost just nervous saying my picks because man, they were not correct last week. So That's part were... of the gig, man. We got to live and die by your pick. <laughs> I'm gonna go yeah, die on that hill. I'm gonna, gonna go Nodak because they see the door open for number one. Like every week we post our rankings, true. and every week we get ripped apart by Nodak fans. Like, what are you talking about? They're playing these teams. They'd be 500, whatever. That's true. I don't agree Partially with those, their takes, but Nodak fans are crazy, and they I think they want to be number one. Like Nodak, if you're North Absolutely. Dakota, you want to be ranked. Number That's one. their sport. It's college hockey. Exactly. It's not NBA. They it's have not an NFL. NHL rink for Christ's sake. Yeah. Like, yeah. They they want it so they see. I mean, Denver's a big matchup too. So if they take it to, if they beat them decisively. Yeah, Denver's coming. That's why I think Denver, one. man. They had a rough start to the season. Now they get to play in their home rink. I yeah. don't know. And they had you know guys out for World Juniors that cost them yep, a couple that wins too. Yeah. So, so they they need this more than anything because like I said, they don't have any you know real room for error to get back into the tournament if they keep dropping games like this. So yeah, it's tough in the NCHC for a reason. And uh, God, I wish the Bulldogs were playing this week. Yeah, that pisses me off. No dogs. Who else isn't playing from the NCHC? I think CC is out because they oh they played North Dakota on Monday and Tuesday. They did. But yep. Yeah, just weird, weird, weird times. Niagara keeps getting pushed back. That's you know just a a Bunsen burner. The whatever. Just trying, COVID's trying to shut them down. Yeah. Yeah. Just tough. Huntsville, nothing. Let's uh let's talk about this upcoming weekend and wrap it up here. Yep. So let's jump in. We got a lot of games obviously coming up. Uh, on the weekend, it's the main slate, but I mean, there's some scattered throughout. I think Thursday, there's no games mm-hmm. coming up here. But uh, what's your biggest game of the week? Give me your game of the week. Game so or far. series of the week? Series, yeah. Give me your series well, of the week. Uh, that's tough. That's really tough right now. Uh, I mean, are you pick Dub Cha, Hockey East, Big Ten? What what's uh, what's standout? Because I know the Beavs are playing yeah. Bowling Green. Yeah, that's that... my that's my series of the week. I think I was thinking so. Just because those two, like that's going to come down to home ice in the playoffs and everything. Those are they're fighting for second seed. Yeah. basically right now beef's got that win so now they're fighting if they didn't get that one they wouldn't be but uh if the bees can sweep this week and now they're sitting pretty because then they're done with bowling green for the season uh, i think they have mankato one more time but then they got some easier not easier teams. there's no easy games but less talented teams i'd say um the rest yeah. of the season they can fight for that second spot they're not getting that one spot over Cato, but i think yeah big rivalry there and that's gonna it's now it's at home for the beavers I like that series. Um, I'm with you. Anything I, else as far as Big Ten, though? I like you know both teams getting swept in between uh, Michigan State and Ohio State. 
both of those teams again fighting for the third seed. Probably saying both teams are going to sweep. No, like, no, no. Both teams fighting for a third, third, uh, <laughs> third seed, probably fourth seed. But uh, that's again, that's home yeah. ice in the playoffs. So come down the road. There's I don't so know. many. Uh, now that I'm looking at it, a lot of these matchups are going to be. Great. It's going to be close. Yeah, all like, around. Every conference has kind of <clears> like their their top. So AIC Sacred Heart, I'd say top of the Atlantic. Both mm-hmm. teams. I mean, obviously Robert Morris having a year, but like last year, that was the the matchup. So I'm excited for that. Quinnipiac Clarkson. Currently in the ECAC, I think yeah. those are the two top teams. They haven't played yet, I don't think, have they? No. Yeah, so that's that's huge. We already obviously got UMass, Providence. Either of those teams, I mean, UMass can be coming off a tough series with BU, Providence. They need to win these kind of matchups. They want to get into the top 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'll be massive. Uh, what else we got? I think, you know, your, your dogs um, having an off week with COVID there. Yeah. Now they got a hot Western team who thinks they're all that coming into Amsoil. Is this this will be the first games at Amsoil this year. No, no, no they played their first. They yeah. played there once. I think they've had a tough time in, in Amsoil so far, but uh, they're a playoff team. So yeah, regular and season. St. Cloud, a good weekend to bounce small. back. Don't sleep on Miami, but a good weekend to bounce back for the for the Huskies there. And um, yeah, good luck scoring. It's but let's big, let's though. talk about the other high school, ha, other high school. Yeah, <clears throat> let's, <throat> let's talk about the other Huskies right here though. In Michigan, we got the rivalry. Mittens is heading to Michigan Tech, Oof. and um, our boy Bliss Dog. Yeah, that's a Lake, tough the Lakers have had a tough go kind of this season, and Michigan Tech hasn't been the best either. But uh, a good rivalry there. Michigan and, Tech's been solid. They just haven't played anybody. Like, yeah, it's tough for them. Like they didn't have, they beat Mankato one game. I don't know. I don't think so. I thought they'd beat them once. Or actually, yeah, they did. They did. They yeah, with Mankato. Yep. So that's. I mean, Should, they're yeah, decent. Michigan Tech's been good. They're six three and one. A, a sweep their... over Lake State would be huge for them this weekend. So yep. that's that's the other series I want to watch out for. And then uh, maybe one of the hottest fan bases in college hockey. Um, they host the Northern Michigan Wildcats this week. Do you want to? <laughs> they do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the, that was the Chargers. I wanted to say series of the week because people forget they're coming off a sweep. Yeah, they're okay. coming off. They're going for three, maybe four in a row this week in front yeah. of the, one of the most loyal fan bases. I'm, I'm telling <laughs> you, our boys. We got. I couldn't say that with all. Fifteen hundred. I mean, strong. Hey, that's that's fifteen hundred more fans, fans than the Beavers have had this year. Exactly. Total, so, and when you're playing them in in their own barn, isn't it at Huntsville? Yeah, it's at Huntsville. It's gonna be absolutely yeah, electric. Yeah. Imagine going to Huntsville in this kind of you know atmosphere. Mm-hmm. I mean, you show up knowing you're gonna lose. I mean, they can't afford to replace them, but the speakers in that place they yeah. probably get burnt out every week. Oh, they're, <laughs> they're revved up. So I got Charger <laughs> fever. I'm gonna say sweep. Northern Michigan has wow atrocious this year. They're they have a worse record than Huntsville. Yeah. Two and eight. Huntsville's two five and one. I mean, and, and they're a hot two, five, and one. <laughs> so I'm taking, I got Charger fever. I I'll think go it's split. I think I'm going split. Okay. I, I, I do think Griff Dog's going to show back Griff is just going to be pissed. I think week. it's going to be a chippy series with Griff out there and a Huntsville team. I mean, yeah. Griff's kind of like doing the Dennis Rodman year right now. Like, yeah. I think he's just been partying in between. Like, he doesn't give an F. The season's <laughs> over. You no, know, it's not over. He's ready for the senior year. I think he's going to come back and show out against Huntsville, but it won't be enough. Chargers sweep. Okay. Well, I'm going to go split there. Um, other than that, I mean, do we have any uh, big hockey East games? Yeah, B- yeah like Maine at said, BU, big rivalry. I there. think Northeastern, New Hampshire, like UNH is falling off the 3-7-1. and one. If they get swept by Northeastern this weekend, I think it's over for them, personally. Mm-hmm. I hate to say it. Like, obviously, injuries have been playing a factor. I mean, half it's COVID. Can't really blame them, but this is a big weekend for them. Like, they got to split. In my yeah. opinion, otherwise yeah. they're they're done. So I do I do not want to sleep on one more team. Wisconsin's looked a lot better since getting their guys yeah, back. They have. they have a big series at Penn State, so let's not forget about that. And then a, and they're playing tonight, so we're recording this on Sunday. They yeah. already beat Arizona yeah, but State we're talking last night, the twenty first Thursday here. They they get right. Penn State for two, and then another rivalry, Michigan at Notre Dame. They'll be top ten. This if they beat Who? Arizona State tonight, Wisconsin's Oh yeah, yeah, easily. What about what about it? I think Michigan's looked really strong. What about thinking you know they're moving, moving up to top ten? They were top ten last week. They're number ten. Oh, they were. Yeah, that's not. I should know my own rankings, but yeah, it's I thought, almost like I thought I, they were eleven. It's almost like I've been making them. Huh? Weird. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah, so they're they're number ten last week, I believe. They're moving on up. I mean, I think Omaha's out just because. Let's they let's played. let's do a couple predictions in the Big Ten across here. Who do you got next week in the series, Michigan or Notre Dame? You know, Michigan or Notre Dame. Notre Dame go sweep. I'm gonna go sweep. Yeah, I like that. I like that comment, but I'm gonna go sweep for Michigan on the road. And is it both or is it home and home? I would assume uh, it's not. No, home no, home no. Yeah, it's just on that at Notre Dame. So. Yeah, I'll go split just because Michigan usually. What about uh, Wisconsin, Penn State? Then... Penn State's won a couple too, so I mean. Yeah, they're coming off a sweep. They, and Wisconsin looks good split. too, like we said. So who do you got there in that series? I'm such a bitch. I'm going to go split. <laughs> God, you're just a <laughs> fucking bitch. I'm if go... I had to pick a sweep, I'd say Wisconsin, <laughs> but if it's at Penn State, right? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I'm picking a damn split, man. It's it, If it was at Wisconsin, they would sweep, I'd say. But oh. home advantage, Penn State did look really good this weekend. I'm going to pick... Um, Don't tell me what to pick, man. No, I'm not. I'm going to take Penn State sweep. Watch out for it. Right. I'm going bold You're here. You're going against your badge. <clears throat> yeah, I, I hate to do it, but I'm going to go on a limb here. And I could... I could. They might get swept. They might get swept. But I'm going to say, I'm just feeling Penn State right now. They looked really good this weekend, so... They did. I mean, uh, Lamosh is heating up. Yeah, I mean... Go against them. Just because Wisconsin's on the road, I know there's no fans or anything, but it makes a difference once you're traveling. You're Plus, I mean, a different they rank. got uh, Tim Doherty. I hope I'm saying that right from Maine. He was one of the leading yep. scorers for them yep. last year. I I thought he was. Like, I was literally looking for him in the going. You know, like did he make a roster for this NHL? You know, taxi oh, yeah. squad. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh fuck, he's on Penn State and he's lighting it up. <laughs> he's lighting it up. Like, I mean, the guy's just a nitty line out of nowhere. So <laughs> they're picking up players left and right. Apparently, man, this has been and, the weirdest year. Just following the guys yeah, transferring. Just, just like, it's I like couldn't a, keep track of it all. I was like, they lost so many is, is guys it, last year. They well, even like this week, I saw who um, your guy from Creighton uh, joined CC, and I was just right. like, when the fuck is this trade deadline? Like, <laughs> yeah, the guys just keep joining teams at, at will. It doesn't end. I mean. I mean, I, Jack gonna, Adams. <laughs> fuck. He's a fryer. I mean, so many. I wouldn't be surprised parts. if Kyle Rudolph joined the Gophers heading into the tournament here. Like, yeah. who the fuck knows? Anything like, can happen. Yeah. I mean, I mean plus, what was it? Uh, Gophers Kyle defenseman. <laughs> can you imagine plugging that guy in front of the net? No. Gophers on the power play? Man. I mean, you might as well. The guy, he, he has no yards yeah. after the catch anymore. Yeah, Just Kirk put doesn't use him anyways, so might as well put him on the Gophers. But yeah. we got to stop talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> we could go all day ripping apart our boys. <laughs> But yeah, there's so many moving parts. So I think, you know, Penn State, it's it's going to be a split. <clears throat> they can score like they had, yep. you know, I don't know. It's going to be a crazy week of college puck, though. Yeah, it is. And uh, again, episode 53 here. Holy shit. This I has mean, been a, a doozy. This has been an absolute, not going to be fun for you yeah, to edit. Every but... week we said, like, we're like, all right, you know, it's, we got everything set up. Mm-hmm. You know, how come it took you so long? This is why. This is, yeah, no, yeah. This is it. There's this is this too is much it. to talk about. Too much Vikings talk. I mean, we're just still rattled after this terrible season. But... Yeah, how are my Buccaneers doing right now? I don't know. Fuck, six nothing. It's early, dude. It's the first quarter. And that's a wrap for episode 53 of Pucks in Deep. Another great episode. This week, another huge guest in Jack Adams from Providence. Um, they just the fri- keep getting bigger. Yeah, they keep getting bigger. The Friars are hot. Watch out for them. But yeah, make sure to subscribe to our YouTube page at Everything College Hockey. Mm. Hit us up on Instagram at Everything College Hockey, Twitter, TBCH, mm. TikTok, mm. Everything College Hockey. Mm, mm, mm. Just hit them all. Guys, yeah. that really helps us out in the long run. And we're going to keep promoting this game, keep growing the game. And smash that like button. Too. Just smash like, it. That swipe up. Just, just, just smash it. Keep man. sharing our posts on your stories it. and everything, guys. The more numbers, you know, the, the, sp- the more special it makes it for these players that get posted on this Instagram, the more that we're going to grow the game. Social media is so easy to grow this game. We can do it. We just need more shares and more subscribes. Keep the boys just juiced, man. We can do this until episode 54, man. That's a wrap. Yeah, let's uh, let's get pucked. Pucks deep, man. Frankie, play us out. Oh, Frank's not here. Oh, shit.